Welcome to the show. Uh, my guest is referred to by my child as Lord Weird, but most people will know him professionally as Bo Mirhosini. Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on. So, uh, so I've known Bo and I have known each other for a bit at this point, and you know, we've Bo is a writer director, and we've we've uh, uh, you know looked at each other's work and stuff like that with regards to writing. Uh, but I never actually asked you this question of all the times we've hung out socially. Uh, what could, because you direct commercials as well, and you work in the world of narrative. Uh, what, what are like, how do you get your brain to work on a commercial versus like your own personal work? Like, is there a challenge for anyone who's interested in wanting to direct commercials one day, you know? Yeah, I think like commercials, you know, a lot of it is the client. Um, they're heavily involved. Um, by the client, I mean like let's say you're doing a commercial for Nike. Uh, the client would be Nike and then you have the agency, the ad advertising agency that's doing the work. So the agency and the client are really like running the show. Uh, they're hiring a director to like, come on board and carry their vision out. Um, so it's not really your baby. It's not your project. Music videos uh, are a little more personal because like the record label will send me a track and they'll be like, we need an idea for this. And you just write your own idea. Sometimes just send a brief, but commercials are more, uh, little less room for creativity uh, exploration and like yeah compared to writing features um, I mean features are very very hard to write for me at least I find it extremely hard um, but uh, it's, a, it's a completely different process commercials it's like you're you're almost like a hired gun you know right what you kind of said makes sense of with regards to you know the agency and the client though they are the that's their vision that you're trying to execute for them as opposed to your own yeah personal thing or even a music video where you had to pitch your own idea for that artist to want to i guess approve and see so you yeah kind of, you know, yeah i mean with uh with commercials they already have the idea so you you're not coming up with the idea usually um there has been times when like they've sent out a brief and they're like this is what we're looking for we need someone to write a script um i did i did something for a brand that was like that mm. more branded content stuff but generally the commercials they have a script already it's been through test consumer testing 
all that stuff. Uh, narrative. Yeah, I mean, like, to transition to that, I, I don't really have, like, a specific ritual or, <laughs> like, like, some kind of, like, mantra or something. Um, I like candles all over the house and, uh, you know. Yeah. Prayers and, no, um, I don't know. I just kind of, like, just do it, I guess. I kind of just dive into it. Yeah. Um, it's almost like the, the way I explain it, is like commercials are kind of like, it's like fast food, right? Like it tastes it bite-sized. You're only doing it for a few days. And then like prep is like maybe a week or two and the money's good. It pays well, uh, but it's not creatively satisfying. Whereas like a feature or anything narrative that you're working on for yourself, your own personal project is more like a really good meal that you're cooking and it's healthy. It tastes good. It's home cooked. Um, it's creative cause you can like do whatever you want. Put some garlic in there, some salt, uh, commercial going to drive through in McDonald's. It tastes good. It's, it's not, I wouldn't say it's easy, but you know what you're getting. You do it, you get it, you get out. So. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. For, I guess, you know, that's a good analogy. And also we both uh, are avid fans of Del Taco. Del Taco, it, fast food in general. Yeah. So if Del Taco wants to come on and, and sponsor this episode uh, one day, that would be, uh, or, or show, that would be cool. Uh, so I support that. Yeah. So with that, uh, so for anyone who's not listened to the this podcast before, basically, you know, a friend of mine or a colleague like Bo will come on and tell a story he's never told publicly any publicly uh before and perhaps barely even privately to anyone so he's telling an untold story that he feels is a fantastic story and for whatever reason he just hasn't shared it at all uh so that's kind of the prompt i give uh our guests and bo is about to share a story that uh we have not debriefed on beforehand so i'm not exactly sure what he's going to say if there's a Del Taco element to it, that'd be really awesome. But who mm. knows? Uh, who knows? But uh, we're about to hear Bo's story and have no idea where in his life it's going to come from. And we'll kind of go from there afterwards. Cool. So um, this story took place on Christmas Eve. I want to say circa early to mid 90s. So I think I was like probably nine years old around, around that age. Okay. Um, we were at my cousin's house and Christmas Eve and it was raining. Um, and we were all there, uh, you know, having dinner, um, family, cousins. I, I come from a really big family. I have like 17 first cousins. Um, wow. Yeah. So, uh, that would be a lot of Del Taco uh, for feed, feed all those cousins. Um, I mean, you could probably only afford Del Taco with 17 yeah. cousins in a house, you know? Yeah, that's, that's the other plus of Del Taco, by the way. It's pretty cheap. Um, yeah. But anyways, not getting sidetracked. Uh, I, we were leaving, we were, you know, it, it, it was, a, it was a Christmas Eve. Everyone's like really in a good mood. Um, and like it was cold. This, 
By the way, this story takes place in Long Beach, California. Uh, I grew up in Long Beach and, um, and it was raining. It was raining and it was really cold. So, you know, I don't know, for those of you that live in LA, I'm sure you know a lot of the uh, holiday season, like Christmas time, sometimes it doesn't get that cold. So you don't have like that real wintry uh, holiday vibe and feeling um, that uh, you might have like maybe on the East Coast where it snows. But um, it was raining and it was dark and it was wet and windy. And we were at my cousin's house. Um, oh yeah, I should by the way preface that we don't really celebrate Christmas. Um, my family's not religious, but my cousin, um, so I'm, I'm, I was born in Iran and I came, um, moved to LA with my parents when I was one year old, really small. Um, my cousin, um, his dad married a, uh, non-Iranian woman, an American woman. So they do, they did celebrate Christmas every year. So we'd always go there. And I knew I would like, you know, just get a ton of gifts because they do that thing. Um, well, I mean, at some point too now, Christmas, you can say is a secular like secular, thing yeah. too. You know, like it, people get time off and they use right. it to see, to see family. So anyways. Yeah. And like, uh, <laughs> yeah, my dad would always be like, we're not getting a tree like this. We're not a Persian. Like we don't celebrate Christmas. And uh, so we always go to my cousin's. So we're leaving, we're leaving my cousin's house. This is around 10 PM at night. And it's me, my dad and my younger cousin, another cousin, his parents had left earlier. So we decided to take him home. Um, we come outside 10 PM raining. Uh, and we step on the uh, outside doorstep and we see like the neighbors have all gathered outside. It almost feels like a scene from like a Spielberg film. They're all looking up at the sky and we quickly glance up at the sky and then uh, we don't really see anything. We just run into the car because we don't want to get wet. And once we get in the car, we look over, we look, we, we crane our neck and peer through the windshield, looking up at the sky again. And we see this giant green neon glowing ball, probably the size of a basketball from where we were down on the street. And this thing was probably as high as a telephone tower, telephone pole. So all the neighbors were outside looking at this thing. Like I said, something out of like Spielberg or J.J. Abrams movie. Uh, my dad's like, what the heck is that thing? And <clears throat> we start driving and it starts following our car from above, you know, I would say probably like a hundred yards above our car. We only knew it's following us because every time we had to stop at a stop sign, we we're trying to get out of this suburb, you know, neighborhood, um, Every time we'd stop at a stop sign, it would stop. Every time we made a left turn, it would make a left turn. So my dad started zigzagging through the neighborhoods just to see what it's thinking and how, what, what it's doing. And it would literally, it, it followed us through all these different little neighborhood streets. And then at this point, my cousin was terrified. 
I mean like legitimately scared. He was down, he was in the back seat, down in the, uh, down in the floorboards. So like behind the passenger seat, crouched under there. But your dad seemed a little fearless. My dad was fearless. He thought it was funny. I was, I was definitely, uh, uh, I was definitely anxious. Yeah. Scared, but I wasn't really showing it. Um, I think cause I like, like my dad wasn't that scared. So I was like, it can't be that the stakes can't be that high. So, uh, and the rain also added to the stakes, right? It was raining. So that made it even scarier. It's like that scene in Jurassic Park where those kids are stuck in the Jeep and it's raining. So we, my dad stopped the car. Um, I, I forgot what kind of car it was. Um, I think it was like a Ford Focus or something, something really crappy. Uh, or amazing if Ford wants to jump actually, in. Ford uh, is a great auto manufacturer company. Um, have you ever had Del Taco in a Ford foot? No. Um, <laughs> shout so, out to Ford. Yeah. Shout out to Ford. Shout out to Del Taco. Um, so shout out to Rain. Shout out to Christmas. Um, so basically, we stopped the car, put it in park, car, the engine's still running, and this thing stops above us, 100 yards. Cousins in the floorboards, terrified. My cousin was probably six or probably five. And my dad starts flashing its brights at this thing. And he does it two times. And this thing takes off so fast, vanishing into the night sky, like insanely fast. And as soon as it vanished up into the sky, there was lightning twice. So, okay, whatever, lightning, I mean, I'm not, by the way, I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not like some kind of crazy conspiracy theory guy. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you what happened. Um, yeah. You can conclude your own uh, assumptions or whatever from it. But there was lightning twice and that was it. We went back home. <sighs> my cousin's trembling. His parents happened to just go to my house with my mom. They left earlier. And they were just at the house drinking tea. It's like something Persians do, just hang around drinking tea. That's all they do. Um, no, it's not all they do. They, uh, they were there. We come in. My cousin's like trembling. His mom is like, what is going on? Why are you, what, what's wrong? And my dad explains what we saw. We call my uncle because my uncle, he works for JPL. If you guys don't know what that is. Uh, it's part of NASA Jet Proportion Laboratory. Yep. Here in Pasadena, so he works for JPL. He's still working there, actually. And we're like, let's ask him what it is. He might, he might have some insight. And we explained everything to him, and he's like, honestly, I don't know, because like weather balloons, they don't move that quickly. And by the way, my dad is a, uh, he's a retired electrical engineer, so he's all about like, he's very well versed in physics and all this stuff. Um, he explained to my uncle, who works at JPL, how fast this thing moved. And my uncle was like, yeah, weather balloons don't travel that fast. It could have been a drone. But keep in mind, this is early 90s. And I don't know, may maybe it was, a, it was a government drone. 
uh, maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was know. I was gonna say that like this is mid, uh, this is like mid late nineties. The, the, there's not like consumer drones. No, this is like early mid nineties. Uh, right. So like yeah. Right. Yeah. So like it, it, you yeah, could there's out, no... you could rule out it's like some teen flying a drone because they don't yeah yet. I mean the 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 truth is like I don't know unless the government has like crazy devices that can move that fast it basically didn't seem man-made to be able to move that fast ultimately it was a ufo it was an unidentified flying object i'm not saying there was like little green men inside like you know controlling it and trying to get some del taco but i'm just saying it was not a plane it wasn't necessarily a drone it wasn't we couldn't identify it and I've, I've looked up weather balloons and they do look similar. Oh, the other thing that was weird was this thing was glowing so bright, like neon green, like insanely bright. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like weather balloons don't come that low. This was pretty low to the houses in that, um, in that section of the, of the, uh, neighborhood so yeah that's 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 my story wow uh there's there's kind of a lot to unpack there i mean that is how you would define an unidentified flying object because you could not identify what it is Hmm. um i guess what some some things that struck out to me was like yeah a there seems to be knowledge by your your dad and your uncle on science and physics and basic and, and like your uncle's in Na- like has a nasa tie yeah you know? and so like it's not like they they know like your dad knows what he saw yeah you know but then i like that he was still trying to outrace this ufo <laughs> <laughs> just well, to see what happens just to like hey let me just see what happens but th- there weren't drones back then that were commercial if it was like some kind of government or even foreign like drone type situation like why are they trailing a random family in long beach home well maybe uh maybe it was like patriot act patriot act 2 before patriot act 2 was a thing spying <laughs> <laughs> on some uh iranians celebrate christmas yeah there there could yeah i guess there could be yeah just tracking all the iranian families in long beach to make sure they're celebrating christmas and nothing else i suppose right um yeah i i I think like the weird thing too was that it was following the car that's like a weather balloon doesn't do that weather balloon doesn't just follow yeah i don't know well this definitely falls into the lord weird nickname that you have that my 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 kid gave you which is not based on ufo stuff at all right i'm not even it's based on like legos or something but um yeah wow that yeah i'm not i'm actually i'm not like the biggest fan of supernatural uh stuff and we've had some of those stories shared (laughs) on on this podcast uh but i never get like I always get weirded out every time. Like it's not like something I am like even at this point comfortable with. It's 
I've heard versions of supernatural stuff, you know, and so this is in that uh, category, but yeah, there's a lot of weird things that just don't make sense. Yeah. You know, and like, you know, I, I don't believe in ghosts. Um, my dad at, doesn't believe in ghosts at all. Um, so he's not like a, a person that would buy into the supernatural stuff. Um, he does believe in like, you know, life on other planets. Cause I, I, I believe in that too. Um, so he's not, he's not like the type of person to just like draw a conclusion and be like, Oh yeah, this is some kind of like crazy ghost or, you know, uh, I, I mean, I don't think we even thought it was like an alien per se. Uh, <laughs> you know, it wasn't that big. It was honestly from where we were, it was the size of a basketball or like a bowling ball. Could could it have been I mean like like if we were playing devil's advocate and we're trying to like debunk the possibility of an alien life form. Yeah. Could it have been a crazy firefly, like a freak of nature firefly? No. It was Way this too big. it was perfectly round. Oh weird. It was perfectly round and just glowing so bright neon green because it was keep in mind it was raining and it was windy and it was kind of foggy um it's like all the cliches for like a horror or sci-fi film yeah um and this was like standing out cutting through all that rain and fog and wind it could have been santa true i didn't even think about that yeah christmas that's how santa rolls Maybe Santa was, maybe it's like, oh, I, uh, I'm not going to be able to get to your house. Why don't I just drop off the gift in your car? Kind of a thing. Yeah. Or maybe Santa's like, I'm really backed up this year. Everyone's been really good. Been really nice. Uh, let me send out my drone. That's got like turbo in it. Yeah. Could be, I mean, could be Santa. No, you know, Santa delivers gifts. randomly. It is green. Yeah. It was green. Yeah. Um, I think you're getting somewhere with this. Yeah, because like it it makes... I'm a little... I don't want to believe that you were randomly targeted by the government to make sure that... Oh, you, I've, I've been before. Okay, well... The, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, when, well, when you were nine, I don't think yeah. that, that's like a fun thing to hear. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, and I also perhaps don't want to believe that it was actually alien life form but then like if you get i i guess if we're talking about aliens like how intelligent are they obviously if they can land on earth and fly stuff around they probably have some superior intelligence of some kind but then yeah how would they know who to target yeah and if they were aliens they either have to be small and by small i mean like really small because this thing was not that big or they shrink when they go inside this ball yeah and when they come out they expand into full-size form or or if it was like a drone operated by someone in a spacecraft uh in the sky or whatever different galaxy or somewhere yeah it's not like they necessarily know the ins and outs of america and could be like oh i know what the white house is or oh i know what the state capital of california is they might just be like looking for movements and then you're yeah dad- they're like long beach oh let's go to Snoop Dogg, right? Snoop Dogg's from Long Beach. Yeah, 
yeah, maybe, maybe they're like pirate. I mean, that was like Snoop Dogg. Maybe it was Snoop Dogg. Well, maybe he started. He some, <laughs> some kind of advanced. Yeah, he, he started to get big back then. And then maybe those images showed on TV uh, uh, to aliens who were pirating TV signals. And then they like parked in Long Beach and waited for movement. And then they saw Ford Focus. And they're like, oh, we're, we're going we're gonna to see where this Ford Focus goes. Mm-hmm. I, think we, I think we solved it. Do you believe in aliens? I, I'm going to say no, because I don't want to. If that makes oh, any okay. sense. Like, I don't want to believe that that's even possible because then that would just really mess with my mental state. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't. That's, that's, why, too... that's why you got to get Del Taco, man. Yeah, it, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much Good to for think mental health. It, True, true. Um, All the beef fat soaks into your uh, brain. Helps cure. But they do, they do use fresh, fresh veggies daily. They do. I noticed that recently, actually. And I've been going to Del Taco since a long time. <clears throat> um, there was one right by my parents' house growing up. But I actually noticed that recently. They, they put, um, like, what farm it comes from. Yeah. And like, yeah, their avocado. At the drive-thru, you can see. Yeah, they tell you, the, like, the date, too, of, like, oh, we, yeah. just, we, we picked this up this morning. Yeah. Like, we got these tomatoes, like, last night. Yeah, they, like, it's, I, I mean. It's healthy. Hey, yeah, Del Taco's great. Um, so, for sure. <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> so I guess I wanted to ask, uh, you know, a final question or two. Um, I'm an alien. I'm not. That was one, and then the second one is, yeah, why? What? Uh, what do you do? You have any sort of reason to why you have not shared this story to anyone? Um. Or, or publicly, at least, at the least. I mean, I've, I've never, I've, ne- I've definitely never heard of the story, and we've, we've hung publicly. Out. I haven't shared it. Um, I honestly, uh, sometimes I just forget about it. Yeah. Um, but every now and then, like if people are talking about this sort of stuff, aliens, ghosts, supernatural stuff, I'll remember. But then I'm like, eh, I don't know, like. You know, the thing is, like, every time someone tells me a ghost story, I'm like, eh, there's always something like, there's always like a plot hole. And there's something always off. So, I don't know, that's just me being annoying. But um, I just don't, don't, don't tell the story because I feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really have a good reason. I think when it doesn't come to mind, usually, and when it does come to mind, I'm like, uh, people probably will just won't will think I'm just like, you know, joking or like making it up on the spot. Yeah. No, I, I there's definitely elements to it where you're like, no, no. Yeah. That like for yeah for me like I hear the story and I'm thinking of ways to not believe it because sure. I don't because I don't want to believe it because it just sounds insane. Uh, for for I that, with ghost stories. Yeah, yeah, same, same here. I, I like I don't, ghost story. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to believe it. I mean, I've had some experiences, and then I just, I just dismiss it as some sort of like well, that. That was just a figment of my imagination or something. Right. Um. But yeah, that's fair. I mean, sometimes you just bury something, and you forget why, or you're just like, yeah, it's easier to not share that story than to share it. Um, yeah. But you have shared it now to 
the world audience of this podcast, which uh, shout out to, to all the listeners uh, in 2020 from Singapore an unexpected, nice. yeah, an, un, an unexpected audience uh, during this pandemic as uh, you know, people will be able to hear this episode. Singapore, right around, huh? huh? Singapore. Yeah. Singapore. Yeah. I just got that information. Yeah. So, um, wow. That's awesome. So, I mean, this was really, the timing couldn't have been better because I, you know, the world's going to hear this very soon and we're talking about this basically in December and it's holiday time. So I, yeah, it's, it was around this time. I mean, it was Christmas Eve, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this will, this will air a little bit before Christmas Eve um, for the world. Uh, So, so now they know about your just bizarre, I guess, car chase with UFO UFO and your dad and, like a Dragon Ball Z yeah, like the, object the, orb. Yeah, it was an it was orb is a good word. Like a weird, yeah. I mean, right. And if they're targeting an Iranian family, like who is <laughs> and why on Christmas Eve? And yeah, are are you? You're what's what's the yeah what's the what's, what's the, the what's the motivation? Right? Was it the car? Like what was going on? Anyways, um, yeah, maybe they don't like. Ford focuses. I don't know. Yeah. But they're so, great cars. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to, shout out to Ford. Um, what? Yeah. I mean, the, I'll, I'll never forget. And by the way, I have a terrible memory. So if anyone is uh, doubting this story or questioning it, uh, that I made it up, I'll just tell you right now that I have a terrible memory. So this was such like a, such a uh, event. <laughs> In yeah. my life that I remembered all the beats, like very specifically, everything that happened. And just like coming outside and seeing all the neighbors with like umbrellas on their doorsteps, looking up at the sky, that, that was literally like a scene like out of a movie. It was, it was very um, burned into my memory. Yeah, man. Uh, no, I, I mean, and you, I guess people who or maybe we'll listen to this uh, in your family can verify or can remember that night and remember all mm-hmm. the, all the neighbors that are, had seen some weird orb. Uh, yeah. But my final question to you is um, now that people such as in Singapore are going to hear the story, how, how do you feel like sharing this publicly finally? That's a good question. I don't know. The question's great. I don't know if I have a great answer for it. Because I'm, I'm actually curious how people are going to respond to this. So by like being able to tell the story on here, uh, I'm curious how people are going to react or like if people have questions, you know, or like maybe, maybe someone knows what it is. So by me telling it now, yeah. I feel a little like excited that uh, maybe someone out there will be like, I don't know, maybe, maybe someone in Singapore experienced the same exact thing over there. Oh, that'd be weird. What if it like happened? Right. What if it happened across the world on that day? Yeah. Like a bunch yeah. of green orbs. Um, well, we'll be sure. Uh, I'll be sure to tag your Twitter handle uh, yeah. when I put the episode up and put it up for notice uh, on, cool. on the Twitterverse so that people can uh, maybe uh, contact you and, and let you know if they know what that is. Uh, yeah. yeah so please, please help Bo figure out this green orb uh mystery that's plagued him since the 90s yes i need your help uh 
so yeah that's that's the show uh so just want to thank you Bo, for 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 coming on and, and sharing this uh yeah tale. man right right during the holiday season yeah good timing yeah good timing good good, good marketing and branding based on your commercial background yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that was that was it by that was that was accident but you know. to- yeah it was a total complete accident that we talked about that stuff and then you told the story and yeah we're actually yeah we're actually in the middle of december and people will hear this very shortly right before christmas eve so yeah yeah thanks for having me man cool well uh thanks everyone for listening and uh happy holidays yeah you too i'm gonna go to the taco now all right bye Hey, if you'd like to know when our next new episode comes in, it's easy. You can subscribe for the best story I never told. That's right, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher.